Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Jeff. If you're a Christian entrepreneur like me, you know how important it is to build our businesses on the foundation of God's word. That's why I wrote my new devotional, Navigating Entrepreneurship Through the Lens of Scripture, a 30-day journey for Christian entrepreneurs. And I wanted to let you know that it's now available on Amazon. And you can also check it out at navigatingbiblicalentrepreneurship.com forward slash devotional. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Business God's Way podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I wanted to circle back around and share a little bit about my journey to where I'm at today. How did Business God's Way get started? What was the path to get here? I shared this, I know, maybe a year ago, and I know that we have some new listeners, so I wanted to kind of come back and share this story with you guys. And I'm always a little bit hesitant because I I don't like talking about myself, but you know, I I think there are some lessons that we we can learn from my own journey, and that's the reason I share it because I know that my journey um, though it may be different than what your journey looks like, I think it just helps us know that we're not on this journey alone. We all have experiences, we, have, we all have situations, we all make mistakes, and I think it's just good to hear somebody talk about that, and that's what I want to do uh, on this episode. And, you know, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be uh, as transparent as I can be. I'm going to share some things as well, and so I'm not going to get into any of the graphic details, of course, but um, I do want to be honest about this journey that I've been on. And so it may not be suitable necessarily for younger you know, younger people. So I just want to put that one in out there right now. Um, again, I'm not going to go into anything too graphic, uh, but <laughs> it might be enough to cause a young, curious mind to ask questions that maybe you don't want to <laughs> deal with. So anyway, I, that's what I want to do on this episode. And, and I've been praying about this, about the timing of it and what I'm going to share and all of that. And most of all, I've been praying that God would use it uh, to speak into your life as well. So without any further ado, <laughs> let me uh, let me get into uh, what I want to share with you all on, on this episode. I grew up with, um, with a disability and I had to really navigate that, and I had to learn how do I um, how do I live a quote unquote normal life, and it was very hard growing up. And as I was watching other kids who I knew could do things that I couldn't do, and I started to have these dreams of things that I wanted to do that I knew I would never be, like a policeman, a firefighter, a baseball player. You know, all the normal things that kids at that young age dream about being. And I just knew that that wasn't, that wasn't in my cards. And so I had a lot of identity issues growing up. I didn't know my place in this world. I, I didn't know how to navigate this disability. I then having to navigate just 
being bullied and made fun of, all of that as well. And then on top of all that, you know, I, I had to grow up without a dad. My dad was, was completely absent in my life growing up. And so I had to navigate all this. And as you can imagine at that young age, how, how does somebody at that age navigate all of this? I was lost. I was confused even as a young kid. But, you know, I, I did my best to, to, make, <laughs> to make the best of it. And I remember my mom and grandma always called and always telling me, you know, how, what a happy child I was and, and all of that. And, and I believe that was true. You know, I, I did manage to, um, to realize that, that I had a pretty good life in spite of, of all those other things. But as I grew and as I got older, and in elementary school specifically, I started to, to take all of what was inside and, and it started to come out. And I was mean to people and I was physical with people. And I had all this anger and I did not know how to manage it. And it would come out in a very active way towards other people. And again, not knowing exactly how to um, navigate all this stuff that was going on inside of me, the, the anger and the bitterness, the resentment, the loneliness, just all of it was inside and it would come out. And then by the time I got to middle school, my anger and all of that, it, it transferred from an outward act to now I was just trying to suppress it even deeper down inside. And I got very quiet in middle school. My grades began to slip. Uh, I was never really a, a good student. But in, Ella, in in middle school, I struggled. I struggled big time. And I barely made it out of middle school. And still this 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 little boy inside of me was just crying out. And then once I hit high school, I started hanging out with, with people that I thought were my friends, but they actually were not. You know, all they were concerned about was going out and, and drinking on Friday nights. And so I got involved with that. And my life got a little bit darker and darker. And that's, that's kind of how high school went for me. It was just this very, uh, this, this young teenager with all this stuff going on inside, trying to, to look good on the outside, but miserable on the inside, completely shut down, not doing well in school. And I eventually dropped out of high school at 10th grade. Didn't make it out of the 10th grade. And I went on and, and I got a job and tried to, um, yeah, try to navigate that. You know, I, I was going from job to job, didn't really have a purpose in my life. Um, and that went on for a little while. You know, uh, then there was a season where uh, Jesus came into my life. I was 18 years old and, and Jesus came in and he saved me. And he took all of that stuff on the inside 
and he brought it to the surface and and he he taught me for the first time that there is a love that I can trust there is a love that I can depend on and there is a love that would cover all of this pain all of this um, loneliness purposelessness just he he took that from me and he replaced it with his love and i gave my life to him i surrendered my life to christ and he came in and he completely changed my life forever and i knew at that point that i was called to do something i was called um, i felt at the time i was called into the ministry pastoral ministry in a church that was that was my 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 goal that was the thing i thought i would um that i was going to become and it took a long time for that that whole process to play out because i felt well i'm a high school dropout what can i do like what what can i do college is out of the question um seminary is out of the question you know what am i supposed to do you know jesus came into my life he saved me and i still had questions i still had doubts can anybody relate to that <laughs> like we know jesus saved us we know that we have this new life but oftentimes we uh, we still feel and we still feel lost sometimes we still feel like we don't have a purpose or or that god wants more from us and that was kind of how I was feeling at this point. So years go by, and I'm very active in my church. I'm leadership positions at my church. And, you know, I was a deacon. I was an elder. Um, I loved ministry, loved serving God's people. And one day I was driving down the street, and there was this church that I would pass by pretty often, so I, I knew the church was there, but for some reason, their sign out front caught my attention this time. And I glanced over and it said, now accepting applications for the King's College and Seminary. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Right, you know, you know how you like, oh, that's so cool. I wish that was for me, <laughs> you know? And, and so I thought about that for a whole day and I'm like, you know what? There's a, there's a reason why I saw that sign. There's a reason why. I'm like, you know what? The next day, I'm going to call and just get some information. So the next day came around, and I decided, you know what? Instead of calling the school, I'm just going to drive over there, see if I can talk to somebody. And lo and behold, by the time I walked out of that <laughs> that meeting, with the counselor of, of the school, I was accepted. I was conditionally accepted into this Bible college. I was blown away. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for taking what seems to be impossible and making it possible. I mean, it was incredible how just a day before, I didn't know what I was doing. And then the next day, God had opened this opportunity for me to, to go and attend this Bible college. 
And I thought, okay, this is the start. This is the start of me going into pastoral ministry. I love it. I love it. And one of the requirements, because I didn't have a high school diploma, was they said that I needed to get either my GED or a high school equivalent before I was able to graduate. So I was able to attend the Bible college, but I needed to get my GED or my um, equivalent prior to graduation. I'm like, okay, yeah, no no problem. That's, that's fine. So I, I attend this Bible college. Now, granted, I am not a good student. I dropped out at, in 10th grade. I was a horrible student. <laughs> and here I was in a four-year college. And this time it was different. You know, I was in my 30s, I think, when I had started attending this Bible college. So obviously, you, you know, things are different. You're a little bit more mature. Uh, you, you're actually in a place you want to be. So it was it was totally different. And that went, that four years went by quickly. Like, it, it seemed like I blinked and I was done. And you know what? I did pretty well in Bible college. I got good grades. My writing was more than I thought it was. Like, my professors would tell me how great of a writer I was. They always enjoyed reading my papers. It was just something that I enjoyed. I was in my element. I was learning about God. I was growing. And I was, I was on my path of, of pursuing my, my dream of becoming a pastor. And what's interesting is uh, because I do tend to procrastinate guess what I had procrastinated on? <laughs> yeah, get on my GED or my equivalent, and I'm like, holy smokes, I'm, I'm three weeks away from graduation. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? So I started to do some research, and once again, God opened a way. He provided a way, and I found a high school in the valley where I was living in L.A., and every Saturday, they they uh, administered a test. And if you pass the test, you would get your high school um, equivalent. If you didn't pass, the sections that you that you failed or didn't pass, you would have to go to a six week class. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what did I just do? Like. God, I need, I need a miracle here. I need you to come through for me. I signed up to take the test. I went in that Saturday to take the test. And lo and behold, <laughs> I passed. I passed that six-hour test. I got my high school diploma. And then a week later, I was graduating Bible college. Here I was. I did it. God helped me do the impossible. And I was ready for my next, my next thing. What was next, God, for me? Which I thought was, again, going into pastoral ministry. Well, that didn't happen. A whole year after graduation, I was still looking for positions. Nothing was happening. I'm like, God, I don't, like, I don't get this. Why would you open these doors and allow me to step through them if this isn't going to work out? 
Do you ever feel that way? You do the work God provides. There's provision made. And yet, you're still not there yet. You're still now at that place where you believe God has you to be. But that's where I was. And then there was an opportunity for me to, to move to Columbus, Ohio to help plant a church. So I moved from Los Angeles to Columbus, Ohio. Yes, some people say I'm crazy. But I felt like, okay, this is going to be it. This is going to be the opportunity. I'm going to go and plant a church, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to serve at that church. And, and there might be some opportunity for me to become a pastor. Well, that didn't happen either. And I'm like, Lord, what is going on? Like, I don't get it. What do you want from me? Again, why would you provide these miracles? And and I don't have time to share the miracle of, of how I even was able to move from Los Angeles to Ohio. But God was opening doors left and right. right and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know what to do. And along the way, I taught myself how to do websites design and I was doing it as a hobby and I would do it for some friends but then finally that became a business me and my friend started a web uh, website design company in 2000 uh, 2004 2007 I think actually yeah 2004 was when I moved to to Columbus so 2007 we launched a website design company and that lasted a few years, and, and it was going well. I, I enjoyed it for a while. But then there was a season where I was just really unsettled. I was not happy in the business. I was not happy with what we were doing. And I kind of stuck my head in the sand for a while. I thought, well, if I just bury my head in the sand, all these problems will go away. And I just felt like I was slipping away from, from the Lord as well. And one night when I was really battling lo some loneliness and, and depression, I ended up, ended up going to a strip club and I fell into some, some sexual sin as a result of that. And when I left that situation, um, there were a couple other um, encounters that I had with somebody I had met at the club. Again, fell into a sexual sin, and I walked away just feeling guilty and ashamed that I had done that. I mean, here I was, a leader in a church, and, and, and I did that. And so I kept it hidden for a long time. I didn't share with anybody. I tried to keep it hidden. But here's the thing about hidden sin is that eventually it comes to the surface. And I started to change my attitude, my demeanor. It all started to change. I had all this pain again inside of me because of what I had done. And it impacted my relationships. It impacted my business. I was lost. I was not happy. My business... You know, I just, I didn't want to be there, but I felt like I had to be. And then in February of 2000, uh, 2014, I received Entrepreneur of the Year Award 
from the city where I do business. And it was the greatest honor of my life to receive that award. But as I was standing up there receiving it, man, on the inside, I knew, I knew things were not right. By that time, I'd completely walked away from the Lord. I had abandoned him. I had kicked him out of my business, basically. I was not doing business God's way. I was not doing life God's way. I ended up leaving the church. And then I ended up on this this journey away from God. And I was seeking for, for everything else to satisfy this void in my life. And I couldn't find it, which makes sense, right? Because nothing or nobody can fill a void in our lives other than Jesus. And then an opportunity came knocking at the door with our business. And, and it was a, a project that um, promised to be very lucrative for the business. And I thought, okay, this is it. This is it. This is my happiness. This is what's going to change things. This is what's going to turn things around. I started to pursue fame and money and prestige, notoriety, um, all that stuff. I thought this one project was going to was literally going to be my savior. And we said yes to a project we should not have said yes to. And it buried us. It literally buried us. And fast forward eight months later, that, com that business was completely gone. My car got repossessed. My business partner said that he had to leave. Our employees, you know, we had a couple of employees. They, they said enough is enough. They ended up leaving. It, it was the most devastating day of my life. And again, I was like, God, I hate you. Like, literally, I remember thinking, I hate you, God. Why did you do this to me? And isn't that interesting how <laughs> sometimes in our own sin that causes consequences, we still take it out on God? I hate you, God. Why would you do this? Why would you do all of this to me? And I told God, I'm done. I'm done. And fortunately, a good friend of mine, that weekend, uh, he was leading up a, a, a Christian men's retreat, a, a Christian uh, business owner's men's retreat. And I told him, I'm like, I, I just don't know if I can go. I just, I, I'm just, I just don't know. And he just loved me and, and encouraged me and, and told me that I need to be there. So I, I went there. And the support that I got with the other men there were, it was just, it was an incredible experience. Even though I was there embodied, but my mind was absent. I'm glad I went because that, that weekend was the pivoting point for me. That weekend, I told God, that I, I am done with him. I'm done with the whole business thing. And I remember God just speaking to my heart and he's saying, Jeff, you will come back to me. 
I will draw you back to me. I love you. I forgive you. Will you forgive yourself? Wow. And that day started my transformation back to a relationship with him. And it was rocky. <laughs> I mean, it, it took a long time for that relationship to, to be mended. But at least I wanted it to be mended. And then, and then he said, and this, about this whole business thing, you're going to do business again, Jeff. But this time, you're going to do it my way. Wow. Okay. I get it. I get it, Lord. I understand that my relationship with you needs to be in a place where I'm walking with you again. And then that needs to translate into my business. And so again, that was a long process. And then eventually I tried different things. I'm like, okay, God, what does this look like? How am I supposed to do this? What am I supposed to do? And, I, and I, I tried some things. I failed. I tried again, and it didn't work. I was trying to learn. I was trying to, to get my relationship with him back on the right track. But then eventually, after some time, there's been some clarity. And in fact, that's how my business name came to be, Business God's Way was through that conversation that God had with me at that retreat. I'm like, yes, okay, I get it now. I get it. And that is where we are today, business God's way. And my passion and my desire in what I do is to help other Christian entrepreneurs understand the importance of doing business God's way of bringing God into their business, not pushing him out. Because when you push God out of your business, you start to pursue things that are not of him. And that, my friend, is when things go completely wrong. They go completely wrong. And if I can help just one person not go through what I had to go through to learn this lesson, then I believe that is what God wants me to do. That is worth it. And that is my passion. That is my goal. That is my, my purpose. Do business God's way because it is so much better than not doing it his way. And look, I am not perfect in this. There are days where I, I walk away from the day thinking, man, God, I'm sorry. I, I completely left you out of this day. Forgive me. But at least now the desire and the recognition or, or being able to recognize when I haven't let God in, that is a huge win for me to be able to recognize that but it is so much better to do it his way. And just because you do it his way doesn't mean that you won't have problems or challenges. You will. I do. But what it means is that we, we understand that we are walking with the God of the universe in our business, and he will help us through it. There is no other way, my friend, to do business other than doing it his way. 
for his glory and for his purpose. And so I hope this story, this journey, I know this is a longer episode, but I hope that you've been able, been able to take away some, some lessons that you can apply to your life. Let me just re, re, um, let me recap some of those lessons that I want you to, to get from this, this, um, this episode. Number one, when there seems to be no way, God will make a way. There are so many things in my life that did not seem possible, but with God, all things are possible. Number two, pursue God in everything. Because if you don't, you will start pursuing other things that will lead to destruction. And number three, do business God's way. Let him in. Allow him to be the CEO of your company. Allow him to be the senior partner of your business. Give it over to him. You will be glad you did. And you will be honoring to him when you do as well. All right, my friends, that, that is the story of business God's way. And that is a little bit of my own backstory of how I got to where I'm at today. God, God loves you. God has a, um, he's designed you to do, um, he's, he's, um, he's designed you with a purpose. Your life has purpose. Even when it seems like it's all hopeless, it's not. Trust in him, trust him. Turn to him, embrace him, love him, serve him, worship him, be in his word, because life is so much better when we do. All right, guys, that is what I have for you today. I love you guys. I am praying for you guys. And as always, continue to do business God's way.
And that does it for today's show. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in. Hey, if you haven't done so already, I want to invite you to leave a review for this podcast because that's how we get the news out and this podcast into the hands of other Kingdompreneurs just like yourself. If you have any questions or feedback on any of these episodes, I'd love to connect with you over on Instagram. You can find me there at Jeff Elder BGW. Until next time, continue to do business God's way. Thank you.